Hello, everybody. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Bobby the Awesome here. And today we have a new guest, which I'm excited to get to know a little better. Hi, Monica. Thanks for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Far as I can tell, you're a wealth of knowledge on things that we need to hear. So would you mind starting us off telling us a little about yourself, where you're from, what you do, anything you care to share? (laughs) <laughs> okay, um, great. Um, I consider myself an entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> I love sharing the health um, and helping people to build their immune systems, get healthier, wealthier, and even more zen than they may be already uh, through natural and holistic practices. You're going to tell us what those look like, right? Yes, definitely. Um, you know, I just launched my new business called Healthy, Wealthy, and Zen. Um, and under that umbrella is many modalities. Um, and how this all came about, <clears throat> I'll give you a little bit of my history. I used to be a high school teacher, and um, we, I got an opportunity to teach the students healthy recipes. I was a culinary arts teacher. And I took it very seriously, and we learned so much about the body and what we put into it. And it's not just what we eat or what we drink, but it's also our mindfulness and our mindset and our, um, our Zenness actually, because as we can become still and meditate and, and, you know, listen to our inner knowing, then we can better handle all the things that the world throws at us and different modalities. Um, and so, uh, that's where I, I really got introduced to, um, really focusing in on our health because I was in a neighborhood of students, high school students that, well, it was gang territory. Number one, it was a highly Hispanic area and all the family members dealt with diabetes and sickness and disease and cancer. And, um, and some of these kids were actually battling it as well in, in high school. And so to teach them about um, what they consume and what they can do that can help support their overall mind, body, and spirit was really important to me. Then I ended up being a high school, uh, I mean, a a yoga teacher after that. And then I realized how really important what I was teaching them was back back then. Um, So yes, my my students talked to, I used to tell them about uh, multiple streams of income and how it's important to have different jobs and have multiple streams of income, as you and I know, right? And uh, one of them brought to me um, an alkaline water machine. And I was so skeptical. I was extremely skeptical. Um, And uh, so they brought a machine into our culinary kitchen and they let us test it with uh, 30 kids and some coaches and some teachers for about 30 days. An alkaline water machine is? Yes. So it's a machine that uh, in Japan, they're, consi- they're in most hospitals and in most homes in Japan. And if you Google like the, the blue zone, Japan is like one of the healthiest areas on the planet. And I believe that this is one, one of the reasons. Um, and so he, he brought us this alkaline water machine. I knew nothing about it. It's a machine you put in your home and uh, it produces different kinds of waters. It produces three types of waters that you drink. I don't know if you can see this. This is my Starbucks cup, but can you see the bubbles? Maybe you can't. I can. Okay, so so this isn't carbonated water. This is the ionization. 
so this water is not only um, purified um, and ionized, so it's alkaline and it's ionized. So if you've heard of those places in the world, um, Lourdes, France, Tecolote, uh, Tecolote, Mexico, Zamzam, India, where people go in the water and they bathe or they drink the water and then they become healed. Well, um, it's the ionization. So lightning strikes and the water gets ionized. And the Japanese figured out a way to create this in this machine. And so the bubbles are the ionization um, that supports our health. And, the you know, they did this great um, demonstration and certainly I'm a very visual person. And they took tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, organic cherry tomatoes, and they had them in a clear cup and they put uh, like Dasani water in there. And then they put some water from the machine and they went about their demonstration. A few minutes later, they poured them into, they poured the water out of the cherry tomatoes into another clear cup. One of the cups was lime green and one of the cups was almost clear. The cup with the water from our machine was lime green. And I'm like, what is that? And they said, that's pesticides that you think you're washing off your food, but are really getting into your system. Exactly. That was my exact reaction. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? So that got me. And um, then they did another demonstration and they showed how the water um, emulsifies and it helps. So basically what happens is when, when we drink the water, it kind of clears us out and attaches to the, the toxic and the fat stuff that's in our, that we consume and it flushes it out. That's how my students, I, I, uh, getting back to the story about my students in the test, several students released weight. Like they, uh, you know, 15, one kid, 21 pounds in 30 days. Um, and then the other thing was that, you know, high school kids, they're, they had, tend to have acne. Their faces cleared up shockingly so and I was like whoa and I and, and I still was skeptical so I told my students okay what else are you doing are you exercising more are you um eating less are what are you, what are you doing as well and they're like no Miss Aguilar all we're doing is drinking the gallon of water a day that you were doing for the the test so uh I just, I, I, it was hard for me to wrap my head around it, but I could see the evidence. And then when the coaches came to me and said, what are you feeding your culinary kids? And I said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, the kids, uh, I was a track coach. The kids in your class, they're outperforming all the other kids. They're jumping higher. They can run faster. They're not falling asleep in class and they're doing better on their tests. Like, what is it? And I said, at first, I'm like, well, we are eating salads. We're doing the salad unit in class. And then I realized it was the water. Is this where the saying comes from? There must be something in the water. <laughs> there must be something. I know. I use that song all the time because, um, and, and it's, it, it is very different from the alkaline water that you buy at the store. The alkaline water that's bottled at the store. If I'm in a pinch and I run out of my water and I don't have it, I will buy a bottle of alkaline water. Um, but that's chemically added. They add things in to make it chemical, ionized or alkaline. It's not ionized. Um, and so it's very different. So the machine produces, it produces a beauty, a beauty water, which is a, a very similar alkalinity to, or uh, 
yeah, alkalinity to our, our skin. And so it really supports our skin to be healthier and replenished. We have a shower unit that you can bathe in as well. Um, and then it produces different kinds of alkaline water, 9.5, 9.0, 8.5, clean water, the antiseptic water. So when COVID hit, um, you know, I, I wasn't scrambling at the store. I was inviting people to come to my house to bring their gallons so I could give them free, good, delicious water that is really going to support their immune system. And um, we also were doing the disinfectant water. We got this, um, I forget what it's called, like a vaporizer, I guess. And we put the water in there and, and we would just do that several times a day with the disinfectant water because they were saying that COVID, you know, gets up in your nose and uh, the virus, whatever. And so we were doing that a couple of times a day, right? Clearing out our system and of course, drinking extra water. And if you want to release weight, you just drink more, um, a gallon or so a day. And so that's, that's under my umbrella of healthy, wealthy and Zen is alkaline water. Um, and then um, CBD and organic supplements. There's very much a difference between regular supplements you buy at like the uh, pharmacy and organic supplements. Um, and then CBD is just taken off incredibly. And we have this um, proprietary blend that is, uh, it's pure plant. When you taste it, you, you taste like you're eating the plant. I don't know if you um, engaged in any of, of the uh, plant <laughs> tasting back in the day. <laughs> um, and then I do also um, visualization and um, mindfulness. So I've taught like high school kids or any groups that will have me. I go teach the kids how to meditate because my mind is thinking if we can catch them when they're little and teach them how to meditate and get into that Zen centered space, then when they're having altercations or issues with their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their teacher, their boss, whomever, they can learn how to deal with it instead of fighting or hitting or shooting or whatever that might be. And visualizations, because um, when I was a high school teacher, um, we, uh, when we were doing all the healthy cooking and all that, we entered into a couple competitions. Um, and uh, one of them was a healthy cooking contest. And we, we, it was the first ever. So we were the first uh, team of kids to represent uh, California in Washington, D.C. for this. Uh, it's called Cooking Up Change. It's probably still, they probably still run it. I don't know about last year, but, um, and they had to take the recipes or the ingredients that the high school has in their cafeteria and create healthy recipes. And um, which by the way, the ingredients the cafeteria has, it was very challenging because they don't even have olive oil. They have like canola oil, you know? So, um, and then our team went on to win three years in a row back to back the lakers aren't the only ones that can three peak that's my joke wow <laughs> yeah and so when they did that someone asked me monica what is it you know you had three different sets of kids there's a team of three and a chef a local chef mentor what was it um what was it that had the kids winning every year three years in a row was it you and i'm like no well what was it and i had i, I said you know what i have to get back to you i had to think about it well you know, it does take a village, right? To do a main project, it takes a village. So I surrounded with the students with um, coaches and mentors and adult business partners and things. And one of the business partners was a, um, he used to teach Smith Barney 
um, executives, public speaking. So okay. he taught my kids how to project their voice and how to be animated and how to look into the eyes and, and all that good stuff. And so we, his name was Rhett. He was amazing. Um, so he, he, it was Rhett and it was this visualization that we did was the common denominators. And they're like, what, what visualization? Now, keep in mind, this was before I was a yoga teacher. I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I kind of did, but um, so uh, Michael Phelps, remember he won all those um, gold medals for swimming? Yes. Well, I had read an article that uh, what he did every time, so you would see him at the mark, right? Like getting ready to swim and all the other swimmers are looking around and they're shaking and they're, you know, he's looking, he's focused and then he's looking in his trunks and he's focused. And what he was doing was in his trunks was his best time that he needed to be. And then he would look and he would envision himself every stroke really strong. And he would envision himself flipping at just the right time and then touching the thing and looking up and he beat his best time. Not anybody else. He wasn't looking around anybody else, not to beat anyone else. He was just focusing on winning his best time, beating his best time. And then he won all those gold medals. And so I thought, well, gosh, if this technique can work for him, it can work for us. And so that's what I did. I, I you know, had the students and, and that's what I do now. I, I guide people through visualizations, but I had the students, you know, get centered and calm and they had to giggle and laugh and squirm and everything. And then they would get calm and then I would guide them through like, you know, you're preparing your recipe and everything is running smoothly and it's the best recipe you ever prepared so far. And you present it to the judges and they're smiling and they're saying, mm, and they're loving it. And, um, and then when they announce the winners, it's us, Santa Ana Valley High School. And so I, could, I knew when they were playing along because they'd smile and nod and, you know, because their eyes were closed. And uh, so that was the two things we did was Rhett, the, the public speaking coach. We had chefs that supported us greatly. I mean, God bless the chefs. Um, but we had different chefs every year as well. So the two common things we did was the public speaking coach and the visualizations. And now I've helped um, friends go on and through visualization, um, double their business, uh, uh, generate more income. Um, he had a solar business and he saw himself in his first visualization. He saw himself doubling his solar business and uh, having a warehouse for all the trucks he would need as his business expanded and making a certain amount of money a month. And just last month, we were in a visualization. He's telling me all this and I'm like, oh my gosh, that it came true. <laughs> so that's what I do. I love helping people to thrive. That is amazing. So I love all these things that you're talking about and all these benefits. And I've heard things like the athletes <clears throat> doing the visualization. I think Tiger Woods does it. Um, can, can you help me tie it into how this stuff would help someone that's trying to overcome addiction? I have some ideas in my head, but you gave some really good examples for the youth. And I agree. I wish... I wish schools taught meditation. There's been so many studies that have had such amazing results, um, test scores and athleticism, like you mentioned. Uh -huh. can, we, can we frame it for a minute on how this would help someone, maybe someone who's, when we quit gambling, it literally takes our brains two years to heal. And the earlier, obviously, is when it's, 
the hardest, the urges, the crazy thinking. So maybe mm-hmm. bring that together on, on what might help someone get through some of that out of the things you're saying. Like, I want to go buy that water right now. <laughs> well, that's, that's something I do. Um, and we can connect after I can put my, um, my uh, link in the, in the comments, or I'm not sure if you do that, or I can. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, get all your information out there too. Yeah, and um, so it's 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 not sell, sold in stores. Actually, it it's word of mouth. the The owner of the company, he's so gracious, and he wants everyone to. He wants to share the wealth and the health, and and really, our health is our wealth, right? 100%. Initially, like first and foremost. And then everything else, all the other abundance in our lives comes, which is love and finances and business and all that other stuff. Um, so the the owner of the company wants us to share the wealth. And it's like a business opportunity as well. We can talk offline if you want, or we can talk more about it now. Um, but to get to your question, it's really important. And I didn't really understand this until I became a yoga teacher. So I'm a yoga teacher and a, a Reiki healer as well. Um, and through visualization and through mindfulness is really how um, people can stay on track with their goals. So for example, um, you know, when you see a little kid and um, say the, the parents are uh, like having a, they're agitated and they're like speaking loudly or whatever. And then the kid starts crying. Right. And no one knows why it's because he can, sense the energy and so (laughs) when we can um be quiet and still through meditation and meditation can be lots of different things remind me to get into that if i if i go off somewhere else because sometimes i do um (laughs) but meditation um you know when you get still and you get centered and you be calm and, and and sometimes people have a hard time just um just being still and meditating. So there's options for like guided meditations. Um, Deepak Chopra and Oprah do this amazing 21 day meditation. And she talks for just a couple minutes and he talks and just what they say just facilitates the ease and the calm. And then he plays this beautiful music and he rings a little chime when you start and then he rings a chime when you end. And that really supports Um, that. Once we become centered and calm, so when the parents calm down, the little kid calms down, right? It's because the energy is now calm. And we can make decisions and choices uh, better from our calm, centered place of being. And that will come through meditations um, and visualizations. I've walked people through visualizations and it's helped them to thrive in their business or release weight. Um, also, our words, our words are really powerful, and we get to um, really be mindful of what we say. So I try not to say lose weight, because when you lose your keys, what do you want to do? Find it. Right. But if we say release weight, it's gone, and it never comes back. Right? I, I was going to ask you, actually, because it, you... I caught how you were framing it. And I was wondering if there was a reason why. Mm -hmm. And when we say when, instead of if, if my business that I just launched, you know, is successful. Well, if is getting lost, you know, in the wind, but when, 
like I can't say, you know, two weeks from now, I'm going to be a bazillionaire, right? However, when I say when my business is successful, it's this is A, Z, and A, B, and Z is going to happen, right? Like, so our words are really powerful and we get to um, shift. Um, that's some of the things I, I did as a transformational life coach, really taught about shifting. Um, that's part of NLP as well, which is neuro linguistic program, uh, programming. So when we create shifts and we understand how to do it, then we catch ourselves. Like, you know what? I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a Reiki uh, healer. And I still, and I teach people about all this mindfulness and their words are powerful. And sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, if, I mean, nope, when, when, you know, and I will make it a kind of prominent shift. So I catch myself and I make it clear to the universe that, that it's not if it is really when. <laughs> so mindfulness is huge. I think people underestimate the power of meditation in their life. And I didn't even realize this until after I, uh, I got really busy opening a restaurant for a friend. And uh, we were working 15, 16 hour days. And I was forgetting to meditate. About five days later, I was realizing like, why am I so like easy to get agitated? And I'm like the most patient person ever. Why am I so agitated? Why am I so short? What's going on? And then I stopped and realized I hadn't meditated for about a week. And then I'm like, whoa, that's not ever going to happen again. I don't care how busy my life is. If I need to meditate in the shower while I'm showering, or if I need to get to work 10 minutes early and stay in the car for 10 extra minutes, whatever it is, I really need to make sure that that happens. And having said that, meditations can be when you, when you take a hike and noticing the beauty. You don't have to talk, even with, if you're with someone. You don't have to carry on a like conversation. Sometimes silence is wonderful for you, right? Enjoy the beauty of the roses or the palm trees or the ocean. Um, that's another good thing is um, grounding. Um, before I get to grounding, I want to talk about other meditations. So um, eating. When we eat, you know, when we bless our food, whatever you believe or not, if you have a faith or not, if you just pause and are grateful or bless your food, whatever you like to call it. There's, there's, there's um, something that happens. It, you pause and you're grateful and you're looking at this delicious bounty in front of you. Your mouth starts salivating, your digestive tract and juices start working. And so everything works properly, right? If you just jump in to eat, then you wonder why, oh gosh, I feel so full, right? Um, there's uh, meditation in listening to music, you know, or dancing to a song. Just, you know, oftentimes, because that's shifting your body, that's shifting your energy, right? Oftentimes, I'm, the radio's on a lot. And one of my favorite songs will come on and I'll just dance and dance and dance. And then I feel better after. Well, that was my little, sometimes I'll close my eyes. And just move my body because as we move our body, we actually literally shake things out, um, whether it's fear or lack or, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm a loser. I'm going to do this forever because I'm just so weak and I can't continue to keep it up or whatever it might be. The, 
the limiting beliefs that we kind of keep hearing in our heads, well, when that, they're always going to come up. But when they do come up, if we can shift them, and, we, and it's, it's different for everybody. Some people just need to go into the other room. Some people need to go for a drive. Some people, you know, like during this last year, what was very soothing to me was just getting in the car. And when we could, driving to Starbucks and getting a chai tea. And that, the chai tea was like my day drinking, you know? <laughs> and it just soothed my soul. And I got away and I got to notice the pretty trees and the, the landscaping and talk to people. And, and I came back refreshed after 10 minutes getting a chai tea latte, right? So whatever it is for us, meditations can be many different things. Grounding is another thing that is so beneficial to our health. Um, so walking barefoot on the dirt or in the grass or in the sand at the beach is huge. Have you ever gone to the beach or the lake and you're out there all day and then you come home kind of exhausted, but you feel so good? Has that ever happened to you? I think it has. I think it has. I think I know what you mean. Because grounding or earthing, it's called when we're when our feet are bare on the land. The dirt is better uh, or the sand at the ocean. But what happens is we're barefoot on at the ocean, let's just say, and our our feet are releasing the toxins and the stress and all the negative stuff in our body into the earth. But then the earth is replenishing us with natural minerals and ions to rejuvenate our body. And so if you can every day uh, walk in the grass when you're walking your dog or in the yard with your dog walk while they're going, you know, walk barefoot. Um, yesterday, I was picking some roses in the yard and there's a big patch of dirt. And I took off my shoes and I was just walking in the dirt, cutting up the roses, right, to put on the table. Um, that really is um, beneficial. Those are, those are some of like the holistic practices that we can do that don't cost money and that aren't going to give us negative side effects to our bodies. And we don't have to be worried. I love periodic suggestions because to your point, they're free and we don't think of them that way. I had done a interview earlier with someone who used to do meth and he talked about how music transitioned. Like he listened to one genre of music when he was using, and now his taste in music keeps evolving as he's healing, mm. which I thought was very interesting. I can see it in, in a band I listened to because the lead singer, his recovery music versus before he was in recovery. So I just thought that was interesting, but I don't think we think about meditating as a drive or picking flowers or music. Mm -hmm. I think we get all hung up on the doing it right, sitting still, you know, the voices in the head going. Uh, so it, I appreciate you bringing out those different perspectives and I could see how they would help someone with an urge. Like I, I talk about that, like, sit still for a minute, you know, even if it's the two minutes, the breathing, but you just gave me another tool to help people with. So thank you for that. And breath work. Breath work is huge as well. I'm not sure if you're familiar with breath work. I'm learning. Um, that is really, really beneficial to our bodies. And it also has the calming effect. You know, there's calming breaths that we do in yoga as well. And so when you get you know, like for me, it might be 
reaching for something in the refrigerator, right? Especially as we're in lockdown or whatever. Um, and when I would get that hankering, that feeling that, oh, I just, and I, and I wasn't really hungry, but I was just reaching for something. Then I would just, instead of going to the refrigerator, you know, doing that shift, whatever that might be, it might be walking around the block. And then when I come back, I don't need to go to the refrigerator, right? Walking around the block, I'm looking at, you know, the little puppies and the kitties and, you know, all the pretty houses and the landscaping. And it takes my mind somewhere else. And, and it, you created a shift in your perspective. Since you were a teacher, I'm going to ask you to expand on two things for us because you do a okay. job of explaining. I'm getting more familiar with NLP. It feels like it's very trendy or I'm hanging out with more people that are doing it or learning about it or talking about it. So if you can talk a little bit about NLP and also a little about Reiki, do you mind teaching mm-hmm. us a little about both those? Well, NLP, it's, it's just, um, it's how we, you know, we have certain beliefs that we grew, grew up with or we acquired, you know, as little kids, we're beautiful and cheerful and happy and, and feisty and bold. And we love out loud and we laugh and we dance in the rain. Right. But then somebody around us, whether they meant to or not, whether it could be parents, family, neighbors, teachers, bad people in our lives, um, bring perspective to us and we create beliefs. We have negative beliefs or limiting beliefs that if we don't release them kind of hold us back, like, for a long time. We don't even realize situations that it's holding us back in, right? And so I learned this through yoga where, um, you know, I was, when I first uh, had a back injury and I went to yoga and it was gentle yoga and I was crying. After a couple of classes, I pulled the teacher aside and I said, why am I crying? What's wrong? And she smiled. And I said, why is this lady laughing? I'm crying and she's smiling. I don't understand. But she said, it's because it's because you're releasing. And we hold traumas and um, hurts and betrayals and all kinds of things in, in our body. And if we don't release them through physical activity, sports, yoga, meditation, whatever it may be for whoever it is, if we don't release them, they stay stuck in our bodies and they manifest as sickness and disease. So that's what was happening, you know, through, through a heart opener where, you know, I'm laying like this on the floor or butterfly pose where my hips are wide open. It was, it was releasing things. And sometimes the release happens and we know what it is that we're releasing. Like a memory might come up while I'm in yoga class. I'm like, Oh, I thought I forgave that person. Obviously I didn't let me, you know, and then there's, you know, like a, a practice that we kind of go through and I guide people through that in yoga or also through meditation as well to release that and to see it, you know, leaving our experience. And as that happens, as release happens, sometimes forgiveness happens as well. And then, you know, forgiveness isn't for the other person. The forgiveness is for us because if we don't forgive, it's like wanting them to be hurt and us drinking the poison, you know, it's festering in us. So um, I'm probably getting off track, but NLP was our words. And so our limiting beliefs, our limiting beliefs, unless we release them, unless we let them go, we're going to keep holding on to them. Kind of like what we do with the hurts in our body for yoga. 
And so NLP kind of helps us to break through those things. Um, I've been through a couple of courses, not as many as I would like to, but enough to know that our words are powerful and what we say and how we say it is really, really important. So, you know, when you talk to someone and if they give you a tone, they could say the same thing, but they give you a tone, then you're going to like, you know, not want to hear it. But if they say it in a loving, really kind, nice way, you'll be, you'll receive it better. Right. So what we say, how we say it, when we say it, um, it's basically our words are powerful and, and noticing when we can shift them. Like I said, I still sometimes say if, and I'm like, nope, when, when, and I always go like when, so like the universe knows that I I'm clear clarifying that. So changing the if to when, and, um, what you say after I am is powerful powerful. I, there's a little hack I teach everyone. So I guess I'll share it here too. And I got this from Marissa Peer. She's a hypnotherapist. You'll find her online. You can find her through Mind Valley. Mind Valley is a great resource for all kinds of uplifting, positive uh, things that can support our health and well-being. Vishen Lakiani has done an amazing job with that. But I found her on there. And um, what she shares is you write on your mirror. I use lip liner. Uh, you know, something that can come off. Uh, <laughs> you write on your mirror, I am worthy. I am enough. And every day you look in the mirror, you look into your eyes, and you say, I am worthy. I am enough. And, you know, you can, you can add things, too, because right now um, I have a book being published April 30th. I'm so excited about it. But so I now I look in the mirror and I say, I am worthy. I am enough. I am healthy and well and vibrant and whatever. And then I say, and I am a best-selling author, right? So whatever you can add. And also for extra added value, if you say, I love you. I don't think we tell ourselves or we even comprehend how important it is for us to love ourselves first. Because when we can love ourselves, then we can give it back out into the world and everybody that's in our experience. Agreed. Thank you for those tips. And Reiki, Reiki is um, hands-on healing. And so it was funny because when I, I had a friend and he had, a, he had a, his arm was really sore. And I said, would you like me to do Reiki? And he goes, what's Reiki? Is that, is that what Mr. Miyagi did in Karate Kid? And I was like, I don't know. Let's Google it. So we Googled it. And pretty much it says Mr. Miyagi does Reiki. It's so funny. He goes like this and he warms up his hands, which I do. I mean, I don't do it. So but I do warm up my hands. And it's just hands on healing. You, you put your hands on um, the person. So I put my hand on his arm. And after a few minutes, he's like, I don't really feel anything, but oh my gosh, it feels better. And he was shocked. And, you know, at first, when I was first doing it, I was kind of shocked too. Um, I had another friend had a really bad shoulder and I did Reiki on him. And um, the next day he's like, oh my gosh, what did you do? And I said, what's wrong? He's like, look, I can raise my arm. I went swimming this morning. I haven't gone swimming in five years. And I'm like, wow, so awesome. So it's not really, it's, it's energy work. It's energy healing. <clears throat> I'm, it's not, it's, it's coming, it's coming through me to you, but you're really doing the work, right? 
So, uh, and you can also send it, you can send it far away. My son's in New York and he got the V and he was by himself and I was so sad. My son's in New York and he has it and I can't bring him chicken soup and, you know, but I was able to send him Reiki and, and it lasted maybe a few days and then he was all better. And I was like, so everything that you said, the way I explain, this is my belief this time around from quitting gambling is that the, there's in the, in the 12-step programs, there's actually a question, is knowing why we gambled important? And in the 12-step environment, they say no, because they just want people to quit. And they're getting the people in the beginning, right, generally. So it, it makes sense. And there's no trained professionals in the room. So I get it and I respect it. But as my recovery is going on, what I've discovered and the way I describe it to my audience is that we have like two buckets in us and we, we got to get the negative stuff out of our bucket or we can't fill it with the positive stuff. And it's all these things that you just gave us are tools to get rid of all that stuff. I think all that stuff is why people gamble, is why people drink. Because if you're not releasing it in these healthy, holistic ways, you're hanging on to it. You don't know what to do with it because you don't know it's, you don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, in, And I wouldn't know this until I landed in my personal development journey. And I'm laughing all the time now because now I'm surrounded with the Monica's of the world and not the people I used to drink with, right? Uh, my perspective is changing. That's why I feel like I hear everybody talk about NLP or Reiki mm-hmm. or whatever. I've only known that what Reiki was for the last four years. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it before. Um, but there, nonetheless, my gamblers out there that are listening or anybody who's feeling not uplifted, not like they love themselves, not excited to get out of bed in the morning. Everything mm-hmm. you shared with us today are are tools for well-being. And I really appreciate you doing that. And I'm not going to let you off the hook. We want to hear about your book. Oh, thank you. Um, my book is, uh, I'm part of a, I have many books in me. And um, I'm part of a multi-author book called Aspire. And it uh, will be published on Amazon for Kindle, just 99 cents on April 30th. And then the hard, the paperback will be coming out soon thereafter. So we're a company of 20 women inspiring women, right? Guys can get this too, because then they can learn how to inspire their woman or they can get it for their women. So it's like a win-win all the way around. Um, and we all share stories about, uh, you know, challenges we've been through in our life or things that have happened in our life and how we give tools or tips to um, support, support women through their, through their journey. And these tips aren't really for which just specifically for women, they also work for men as well. But, um, but yeah, it was really great to be a part of this. And it was like a stepping stone to my, my solo book that, you know, I have many, many in me that uh, are now coming out and going through this process was incredible because really supported me in understanding what to do. We're doing a lot of promotion and things like that, that I've never really been about like self-promotion or anything like that. Um, but getting on other people's stages and making friends like you, it's just really been exciting and fun. 
And if you follow me on Facebook, I'm Monica Aguilar on the 30th. So I didn't know this. How they, well, at least on Amazon, how they do a bestseller is how they consider you a bestseller is how many books you sell on the first day that it comes out. So, cause at first I was like 99 cents, it's worth more than that. I don't understand, but there's, there's methods to the madness, right? And if um, everyone can just, you know, reach out and support and pay 99 cents, all the proceeds for the book is going to um, women worldwide. And I'm probably messing that name up, but it's a women's um, charity in UK. Nice. And so it's like a win-win situation. You're supporting us and creating a bestseller truck. Sorry. And then also you're um, giving back to um, a women's organization that helps um, women to thrive. I love that. How did you meet all these women? Um, interesting. You know, during lockdown, uh, my go-to to help my overall well-being is, is learning and listening to mentors and, you know, podcasts and things that really support us. And so I was part of the Rise Up Challenge. Are you familiar yes. with Pete Vargas? That really, really changed the trajectory of what was happening in lockdown. And now I have the neighbor's dog coming to see me. <laughs> and um, sorry. <laughs> So the Rise Up Challenge, I met several women there. And then um, Tony Robbins, Comeback Challenge. And so I, I joined groups and found like-minded individuals, like you said. And then um, uh, finally 10X, Grant Cardone. So I've met a lot of very interesting folks that are, you know, all about succeeding in business moving beyond our limiting beliefs and our barriers that we make, we all have in our life and, you know, being successful in business, being successful in life and being around, there's a saying, you said something earlier. Um, there's a saying that goes, um, show me your, in Spanish actually, but I'll, I'll uh, translate it. Show me your friends, your five closest friends, and I'll show you your future. So who we hang around with is, evidence of what we will see in the future and we can make that shift if we're not surrounding ourselves with you know and it could be family or loved ones or friends you've had for a long time doesn't mean you have to cut them off it just means that you set healthy boundaries and and you shift towards those people that are supporting um and contributing to your overall health and well-being and then when you meet up with those family members or friends that aren't as you know on the same page you, you don't go down to their level. You perhaps bring them, you know, your light is shining brighter into the world, right? Because you've charged yourself, you're, you've energized yourself, you've rejuvenated your body, mind, and spirit. It's the same as bucket thinking, right? If your bucket's full of the positive, even if you get a little bit of negative, you're not going all the way down to ground zero. You have enough to keep you going. So yes, yes. Totally get it. I love that. Somebody said, I've heard that saying, but not quite that way. Well, and I, I liked this perspective. I think it was somebody I interviewed. I can't remember. Or maybe in Grant's world. Grant is my business boyfriend, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> Isn't he a doll? He's my favorite out of everybody. 
Uh, he's just so. I saw your pictures with him. I was jealous. <laughs> uh, he's so dang raw. Um, but it, it's brilliant. Like we're incorporating all his stuff into my company and yeah, I go on and on with him, but somebody, I think from his world said another student books, we can use the same way as those five people, right? Like we have this endless, if we're using books, we surround ourselves with those five books, you know, like we might not be able to meet Dale Carnegie or uh, Napoleon Hill, but we're elevating ourselves to them as well. And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. So I, I think that that's pretty genius as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of resources out there. Well, I wish you so much luck with your book, Monica. And um, thank you. It'll be awesome. I'll stay tuned um, so that I can grab it and support you any way I can. Thank you. Yeah, let's definitely keep in touch. And I will definitely um, follow you back. I just joined Clubhouse. I'm not sure if you're on Clubhouse. Yes. So that that's another um, opportunity to surround ourselves with mentors that we may not ever have been able to be around or speak with or be in the same chat room with or whatever. So, so that's really uh, awesome as well. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, yeah, I wish you so much luck and prosperity with everything. This is thank been- you, you as well. I will forward my um, information. Um, people can find me at Monica at Healthy Wealthy and Healthy Wealthy And um, I will forward the information about the book to you and everything else. Thank Perfect. you for having me. It's been great. Thank you.